Monday. It is March the 27th. Happy Monday. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. You've reached the podcast called Our Morning Take. It's where Abraham and I, we like to take a look at uh, several different Bible stories and uh, kind of get a movie going in your head, our head, and uh, so that you get a little better vision of it. I still got this stupid cough like I had last week, <coughs> so I'll still do that probably a time or two. Man. But I took some uh, heavier drugs today, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they work. And we missed Nick. Nick Seaman was in here all last week. Yeah, Nick, thanks for filling in. I heard you did a fantastic job wherever you're at. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, I think he's with his family tonight. Uh, they're doing some stuff there. And Abe was with his family. That's why we missed him for the week. And I would ask you about it, but you've already told me about it, and it's just uh, there was nothing to it. Yeah. Just went to a restaurant. Literally blew me off for just a dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah, for my wife's birthday. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. I would ask how old she is, but I know better than that. You don't ask how old women are. Well, when you see her, you could ask her yourself because I'm not going to tell you. She's way younger than Brandy. Like she's, like, she's way younger than Brandy. Is she the same age? No, because Shannon, isn't Shannon Williams and Brandy the same age? I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Kelly, so don't even think that I thought you were that age. I do not. If I had to guess, I would say Kelly's probably about, let's see, you're 56. I'd say she's got to be uh, 39. So uh, what you got for us today? <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, I don't know, man. I was kind of hoping that you had something over the weekend or something you wanted to share. No, I have uh, been thinking uh, a lot about this story, though, and I actually reread it today when I was at work. So yeah. it's really good. So we're going to go back to this Abram story, and we're in Chapter 16. And uh, this is probably the part of the story that most people know. Uh, a lot of the other stuff that we said, you may, if you're a good Bible student, you probably know all those things. But even if you're just a fly-by-night Bible story, you've probably heard this story. Would you say that's accurate? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because Sarah, well, let's just start out. Genesis chapter 16, verse 1 says, Sarah, Abraham's wife, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. Well, that's a no-brainer, and we totally understand that. And she's what about? Uh, she's got to be about eighty years old, at now. least. She's ten years younger than Abraham, and I believe Abram was ninety. I believe when uh, he was around there, when what's his name was born, right? He's a hundred. He's a hundred when Isaac's born. Yeah. So anyway, so I believe she's eighty years old. So. She's beyond childbearing. And let's keep in mind that, you know, I'm sure their 80 was not our 80 years old. No, it's not, but she is beyond. Yeah, she's beyond childbearing. childbearing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, she's done. And she realizes she's not born any children, but she had this Egyptian maid whose name was Hagar. So obviously, they brought more back from Egypt than just livestock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when they went to war, he had like 300 people with him, and most of them were servants. <laughs> so All I was thinking was how beautiful Sarah was to the Egyptians, and now he ends up with Hagar. So I'm just kind of wondering how pretty she was. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man, you're really going for it. I am. So right out of the gate, right folks. Right out of the gate, bro. <laughs> so Sarah said to Abram, Now behold, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. That's the very first statement that's just completely wrong, isn't it? Yep. But isn't that like the first thing we do when we want to do something on our own? 
You know what? Yeah, because how is it God's fault? God has not blessed me in this church that I'm in. How many people are listening to the podcast right now? You've probably said that this past Sunday. You know, God just is not blessing me in this church. I need to move. I need to go somewhere else. The Lord has prevented me from having children. There couldn't be anything further from the truth. But nevertheless, Abe, we got to say that is what she believes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just think about, you know, how many times have you heard people say, well, I don't know why God's not answering my prayers or I don't know why God's not doing this. It's. I don't even think it's that. I think it's. Uh, they they come up with their own solution to what they yes, think God yeah. is. God answered my prayer. I need to change churches. Yeah, I'm, then, I'm and then blessed. they justify it. Yeah, I've yeah. been here five years and nothing's happening. It's not growing. The clock falls off the wall. The wall. Oh, that's a sign. I got to leave here now. <laughs> did you know that my clock fell off the wall last week? No, I did not. <laughs> that's funny, man. You know when the time changed? The time changed here a couple yeah. weeks ago, and uh, so I changed my clock. Right hung it back up, went in my office. I was in my office about two or three minutes there. Blam, yeah, I'm out there. I go out there, my clock is laying in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a funny story. It's a sign. I'm supposed to close up. I did not know that. <laughs> a, cu- a couple of years ago, I was uh, at my work table, and I I got this rivet gun that was sitting on the table. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what I was thinking about. And uh, I was just like, well, you know, if it's your will for me to do whatever, then, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> so I bend down and then the gun falls and it almost hits me in the head. So then I, I guess I got my answer. Yep, there you go. <laughs> God has prevented me from using this gun. <laughs> do what I said. So, so, but, but she has a plan. <laughs> Please. Let's go back a minute. Oh, sure. So isn't out of frustration she's saying that? Is it a general statement? Is she angry at God? Or is she just saying, well, I guess I'm not meant to have kids, you know? Like, I'm wondering her context of how she means it. If we're really talking about the movie in our head, let's really be real, okay? We got to put ourselves in Sarah's uh, slippers. She obviously knows that she can't have any more children, not physically, but now, here's the thing, though. She doesn't even give God credit to think, you know, maybe God miraculously will give me a child. So she's just thinking pragmatically. And, you know, there are a lot of pragmatists in the church today. Pragmatism Absolutely. is the enemy of the church. We do what works. If lowering the lights and, uh, you know, exciting music and ambiance, if that does it, then that's what we need to do. Okay has nothing to do with whether we're serving God or we're, or we're doing it. It's, it's this pragmatist, pragmatism attitude that we yeah. have. She has that same thing. She's like, listen, obviously it's not working. I'm not going to have any more kids. So we, we got this uh, Hagar from Egypt. There was no coincidence in that. We brought, we brought her back along with a lot of other things. So maybe it's very much God's will for you to just go have a child by her. <coughs> Please go into my maid. Perhaps I will obtain children through her. Now, uh, hey, what's that story that we were just reading over the weekend uh, at church we were on Sunday night where they laid the, oh, it was the Jacob story. Yeah, and Jacob. So this is like two generations later where uh, Bilpa actually lays the baby across Rachel's lap and therefore it becomes Rachel's Yeah, it's, baby. Simula- it's simulating the birth because you can't have it. Yeah. So isn't this the, so this is where it comes from, right? Pretty much. Because she says, um, 
I'll have children through her. Abram listened to the voice of Sarah. After Abram had lived uh, 10 years in the land of Canaan, Abram's wife, Sarah, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her maid, and gave her to her husband, Abram, as his wife. So I guess if we do the math, he was 70 years old when he took off out of Haran. Yes. Or maybe a little bit younger, and maybe this is after he came out of Egypt. But either way, he's been here 10 years. So he was 70 when he got here. He's 80 now. No, he's 90 now. Yes, yeah, he, so he, he would was, be 90. He was 80 when he showed up here. He's been here only. He's only been here ten years. Yeah. So he was kind of middle aged. I mean, he lived to be 150. So <clears throat> he was up there when he took off on this journey. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So um, I'm about to go there now. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that Hagar was a nice looking woman because you get no argument out of Abraham when she tells him to do that. Abraham. You did go there, didn't you? I did. I don't know any better way to end the podcast with them with that. Yes. Tune in tomorrow. Honey the Hagar. Hagar the honey. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what Abram said. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.